everybody welcome what is up this is whatever with jason soto a comedy podcast uh that got snubbed by the oscars for the third year in the row and we are complaining about it how do you like that uh fucking hell what do we gotta do man Anyway, I'm your host, Jason Soto. Uh, Joining me is uh, my dear friend, my co-host, Mary Mitchell. What's up, Mary? Hello. Hello. How are you doing this fine evening? I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? I'm fantastic. I'm I'm up. I'm ready, roaring to talk about everything today. Uh, We got a lot of stuff to talk about, but most importantly, this is a milestone. This is the 10th episode. Hey! We made it 10 episodes! Woo! Yeah! So let's just reflect for a second. Let's just look back at all the the previous 10 episodes. A stroll down memory lane. Ah, I remember that. Do you remember that? (laughs) Always, yeah. I remember that. Oh, that happened. That was cool. Oh, that was great. I'm oh. just nostalgic for that in general, you know? Oh, wait, that wasn't a good time. Let's just not reflect on that one. Let's mm-hmm. just like, put that one away. Oh, but that was fun. Mm, that was fun. In <sighs> retrospect, especially. Ah, um, ten episodes. Well, <clears throat> let's see if we do ten more, shall we? We shall. So, uh, yeah, so we have a lot of stuff planned for today. Uh, we're going to get into... Uh, people whining on twitter about the oscars that's gonna be fun (laughs) um uh we're gonna talk about really annoying songs and uh we are going to reflect on vh1 in the 90s but first uh mary have you ever done an escape room no i i i have not and i don't think i shall because it sounds like something that would freak me out Well, okay, so... Panic attack incoming. Yeah, no, I, would, I, I wouldn't last, like, five seconds in one of those things. <laughs> I could barely do, like, you know, like a haunted house in, like, the, you know, elementary school. No, well, no way. Well, think of the, well, think of escape rooms as, like, a haunted house to, like, the ninth degree. Oh, um, oh God. But, okay, but you're trapped. Okay, so you're now, quote-unquote, trapped in a room. It's not like, you know, you can't get out, like, if... Something happens, you can get out. Like it's not like you're actually it's not locked. Like Amy Manor or anything. No, no, no. So <laughs> uh, now, okay, I've done four of these. I've done four escape rooms, and um, they've all been from the same company that's here in Indianapolis. So I don't know if other companies do their escape rooms differently. Um, but uh, I did uh two horror related ones, which probably will freak you out. Um. Because both of them involved being handcuffed, <laughs> yeah, fuck that. like fuck for that. like for real, like hand like we were handcuffed for real. So the first one was called kidnapped. What? <laughs> yeah, the first one was called kidnapped, right? So the whole like idea of the room was we were like kidnapped and locked in this room, and we had an hour to escape. And so they had to handcuff us and blindfold us. So we were blindfolded and handcuffed, and then led into this room. And then we were shackled to this like frame of a bed. So it was what? it was it was me and like four or five other people. So we were like handcuffed <laughs> to this bed, right? Not laying down in it, like we were standing. Was it like a legit bed? Like it was like you know with the sheets and the blankets. No, it was just like the like the metal frame of like a old like nineteen eighties bed. Like it was just uh. like, but there was no mattress. It was just the the, the metal springs. And uh, like the metal frame, but there was no mattress or anything. So we're like, we're like handcuffed to that, and then they're like, okay, start. So then we take our blindfolds off, and then we have to look for the key. That's like the first thing we had to do was just find the key. So we're all like, now I was in there with Felicia, 
but she was the only person that I knew. Everyone else were strangers. Do you all have to work together? Or is yes. It like, no. Know, every we, man for himself. No, it, we all have to work together. That's the whole oh, key to this oh whole God. thing. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, so, and now the people that we were in this first time. So let me set the scene a little bit more here. So the first time we did this, when we did this kidnapped one, it was Halloween. Because I thought that would be the perfect Halloween activity. It's like, hey, let's do an escape room. Let's do a horror escape room. Let's do this one where we're kidnapped. And, you know, we're, we're going to – it's going to be like Halloween night. It was like Halloween at like 10.30 p.m. What I didn't take for account was like 99% of other people in Indianapolis are going to go drinking the whole day. Because because oh. Halloween also fell on a Saturday on this particular day, so people were sloshed. So the people yeah. that we had with us were just drunk, <laughs> <laughs> and so and it was like we were. What time it, of day was this? Uh, it was like ten thirty at night. Oh yeah, okay. So, um, and the, the the people that were with us were like Jersey Shore types, like. <laughs> <laughs> like it was two like like two 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 chicks and two guys and the guys were like typical like meathead like bouncer looking guys and the girls were like blonde hair with the mini skirts and like the, oh Johnny oh my I God. Don't know. yeah <laughs> so and then me and Felicia <laughs> so I'm like oh fuck me all right <laughs> so we're trying to find the key we find the key and then we you know then we gotta turn the light on because it was dark that's the other thing. Um, it was dark in the room at first, but then once you get, you know, uncuffed, you then, uh, can turn the light on. So then you're just looking around, you know, and then the other thing about escape rooms that I, the one thing I don't like is I never know where to start because it's literally like the whole room is just covered in puzzles of like, there's like stuff written in the walls and there's like folders and briefcases and locked drawers and locked doors and, and you don't know where to start. Like, you don't know which one to do first. Because, you know, you're thinking, like, okay, let's go look to this door. And so you go to the door, and then there's, like, a like a, like a a number lock on it. So you're like, okay, I need the, 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 the code to that. So then it's like, okay, well, let's go look in this drawer. Well, the drawer has a lock with letters on it, so it's got to spell something. Like, okay. So, you know, you don't know where to begin. So you're just, like, a little overwhelmed. And you have an hour to do this. So you're being timed. <laughs> What so, happens if you don't figure out an hour? You just it just like they just says, Oh, it's over and you lose and get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, basically the, yeah, they're like you lose and they'll do like a cause like it's 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 thematic, so they'll be like you know, like for this one it's like, Oh, the killer came back and oh no, you died and You're that that dead. was dead. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so yeah, that was like the, the whole thing about these like escape rooms is you're you're trying to solve puzzles to like advance to the next step because you're trying to ultimately find a four digit number that unlocks the the main door to get out of the room. But in order to get to that, you got to solve these little puzzles, and so it'll be like, well, here's a riddle. When you get the answer to the riddle, that's like the answer to that is like the the thing you got to put into this box and. Uh, there's a briefcase and you got to find a number and then it's like there's a poster with like you know a bunch of random numbers on it and then like you'd be like okay there's a blue three and then there, we saw this other piece of paper that had like blue yellow red like written in that order so obviously we have to do like the numbers under the colors in order to open this lock like that's basically how the escape rooms work so um but with that said i think they're fun um you have to just kind of go with the right people 
Um, cause like, I do not recommend going with drunk people on Halloween night. <laughs> that was a bad idea on my part. Um, Did now, they just get in the way? They were just making it way Yes, they were making it harder because they, they were so <laughs> drunk. They were, and they were breaking shit. They were breaking, like, we had oh, to, like, we, um, have you, you seen Die Hard with a Vengeance? No. <laughs> oh, fuck okay um so there was a, there's a puzzle that we did that was very similar to a puzzle that was in die hard with a vengeance it was a a water thing we had like a we had like two glasses of water and there was a scale that we had to like put just the right amount of water into a glass to put in the scale and that was going to open up a secret passage to get into like the next puzzle hmm. so if you see die hard with a vengeance everyone knows what i'm talking about um so these fucking assholes broke the scale like they they they, they flat out just broke it and like the guy that was running the room like who because they're also being watched by like the guys that run this place to make sure we don't do shit like this they, they like they had to like stop <laughs> like they had to stop like stop the timer come into the room fix the scale <laughs> yeah, and is and it's like okay you start now <laughs> Wow! And I'm like, oh, you fucking, like, yeah, you fucking assholes. Um, but there was some pretty cool stuff in the the kidnapped one because it was like, again, it was like horror related. Mm. So there was like this one time where one thing where we had to like we had to pull on something and then like fake body parts like fell from the ceiling. Ooh! Like it was obviously <laughs> like super fake. Like they were like yeah. mannequin hands, but it was still neat. Like it was it was, it was super cool. And so we had to like get to the hand and like in in the hand was like a key or something. It was it was awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, there was another one that we did that was, uh, uh, there's the other half of it is there's like mystery ones. Um, that's not, and that one I think you might like, cause it's probably not so extreme. Yeah. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't bear with like the clock ticking and like, you have to figure this out. Or, well, you, you know, still had, oh, well, you're still timed, but it's not, you know, like you're not, you're not like for the the mystery one that we did. I did actually. It's funny. I did two horror ones and two mystery ones, <laughs> but the mystery ones, it's just you just led into the room normally, and then it's like okay, you have an hour, and then hmm. you start, and then you have to try to figure out where to start. That's that's always the the hardest part. Is like okay, what do we do first? But the one we did was about like this guy stole like a painting. And he hid in his house, and so we we actually well, this was cool because we had to break into the house first. So when we went into the room, it was like a replica of like a porch. Was it like actually a replica, or is it just like a? It was set? like how does no, that no, no, work? It was like a like a think of like a stage play. Okay. So with like a front porch. So there oh. was like two steps, and then there was like a door, oh, and then two right, windows. Yeah. Okay. And so the door was locked. And so we had to like figure out how to break into the, the to the uh to the house, and so we had to like look around the porch and stuff like that. And uh, someone we were with was like found the key, like it was hidden somewhere on the porch, and so we used the key to get into the the quote unquote house, and then we start from there. And it was a mystery because we had to like you know solve a bunch of mystery riddles to to get to like the the next step. And that one was cool mm-hmm. because it had a secret passageway. And like this one room was really advanced. Like it was weird, and this was our second one too. <laughs> so this was like super advanced. But um, I think you would like this one more because it's more of yeah, like, it m- like mystery related. Yeah, putting I like putting little things together. That's why I like you know like mysteries and stuff. It's like adding all these little bits of evidence together and stuff. Yeah. I probably would like that. I'd probably still be stressed out because that's just me. But you know. so so just a, okay. So some tips um, if you're gonna do an escape room. 
try to get the room to yourselves. Go with people that you know you that you are friends with, good friends with, um, and maybe you know one of them's super smart. <laughs> Not calling it you know you stupid or anything, but just someone who's like if you know somebody who's good with riddles, that would be the perfect person to go with. Because uh, a lot of these involve riddles. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> so if you're good with riddles, hey, awesome. Um, but I would recommend having a room to yourselves. Like, get, like, a group of your friends that you trust and know. You know what I mean? Um, and just just go by yourselves. Do not m- intermix with strangers because that's just going to be a bad time. That's good. Yeah, that's not- <clears throat> You're going to have a bad time. You're going to have bad t- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, references. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I think you should try it out, Mary. I think you might like it. Now, yeah, I, there's nothing about the, the time that no one can do about it. You have an hour. Um, because they don't want people there for like five hours saying, oh, I can solve this. I can solve this. Because <laughs> there are going to be those people who are, who are going to be like that. It's going to swear up and down like, oh, yeah, I can solve this if I have more than an hour. Like, no, you have an hour or get out. <laughs> but with that said, um, if you don't think you can handle the horror ones, because they really do go all out for the horror ones. I say, yeah. look, like, go for the mystery ones. Cause they're, have you some... seen like, the stuff about McKamey Manor? No, I have not. Ooh. Don't. Ooh. It's oh. a ha- like one of those um things, but it's like a haunted house, and it's literally like you have to sign a waiver. Oh, that thing! Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I forget it was called that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is so. Because it was like they pulled like teeth out for real or yeah, something. Yeah, there's and... videos of it on YouTube of them actually. They make you like sit in a swamp in the cold for like yeah. an hour before you even get in there, and they like yeah. slap you and <clears throat> abuse you and like pour, you know disgusting things on you yeah 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 Yeah, i remember reading about that like around halloween and people were like pissed off and yeah uh, because they promised like a a twenty thousand dollar reward or something like that but people are saying like oh that doesn't actually exist because nobody's actually gotten the reward so they're saying it's just because this guy's excuse to torture people and get paid for it yeah because i mean they do some like fucked up shit like i remember reading it it was like they pull out your teeth uh they shock you they pull out your hair. The, like they were trying to make the guy sign the waiver to get in there. He wasn't even in the house yet. They were ripping his hair out, and he's crying. And they're like, "Oh, why are you crying?" And he's like, "This guy is ripping my hair out." And he's yeah. trying to sign the thing. And oh, it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. F- no, fuck that. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me neither. <laughs> That's so. the extreme version of his hair. That's the extreme. <laughs> so, all right, yeah. Um. All right, so uh, the other day I was thinking about VH1 because uh, I go flip you know through channels and I was like I keep going by VH1 and now VH1 is this weird like wasteland of like is it all still these on? yeah no it's this wasteland oh. of like all these like shows with like rappers and their girlfriends and or mm. and and slash wives <laughs> and um, are there any music videos on it anymore? Nope. Oh my god! No, all VH1 now is is just like like love and hip hop, uh, Hollywood, love and hip hop, Atlanta. This is like a tattoo show. Um, uh, Ti, the rapper Ti, is gonna show, and that's all it is. Like it's just all these like rap shows now. It's it's really fucking weird. I don't know when that line crossed. Like it was so out of nowhere. Um, 
Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but I was thinking about how, like, back in the day, like, in the 90s and early 2000s, uh, they actually had some pretty interesting TV shows, like, yeah. not, uh, around the music videos. And I, um, and I remember you telling me you, you used to watch a lot of those uh, back in the day. I watched it all the time, <clears throat> yeah. I always um, had my TV on either VH1 or MTV. It worked because VH1 was channel 23 and MTV was 24. So mm-hmm. I just like go back and forth between the two of them yeah. like, all day long every day. Yeah, so, same yeah. thing. I, and I, like, I think the my favorite show was Pop-Up Video. I love Pop-Up Video. That was yes. so awesome. I, I missed that show. And it I can still- and I, I like still that think it came about back. some of the facts that I learned on that show. Like you go, like, oh yeah, that was on Pop Up Video. I yeah, I think about that <laughs> shit too. I'm uh, every time I hear a song or I watch the video, I remember like the Pop Up Video, them explaining how they did a shot or what this yeah. part means or whatever. It was like, like, oh, that's so awesome. Just random trivia and stuff. Yeah, that was <clears> fun. <throat> I love that show. And then they actually bought it back in like the uh, mid 2010s. Um, 20, oh, hang on, or what was that, uh, 2000, about 2013, I think they bought it back, um, for like six months and then it went away <laughs> again. Nobody watched it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the time slot didn't help any. It came on every day at noon. Oh yeah. Who's watching that besides like surgery patients and, <laughs> you know, so like I would, you know, set my DVR to record it if I was at work <clears throat> and then if I was off, I'd watch it. But then it was like, why is what's this, this goofy ass time slot? So and then it was just it was just and it just ended like you know it it finished the season, and then it just never came back. <clears throat> pop up video, pop up video. <laughs> <laughs> I can do the pop noise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time like little pop came it was like a bubbly noise or something on the thing that was great oh. yeah yeah that was an awesome show and then like <laughs> i loved how like pop a video was so like big that they it was like everywhere like they did like tv shows with the pop-up video like i remember one time they did like a brady bunch marathon yeah and they did like a pop-up video of all <laughs> i like that because <clears throat> it's kind of like you're getting information without something really interrupting it you know what i mean right. like you can still pay attention without you know um they used to do they did a couple of movies um i can't think of anything specific i feel like greece was one of them they did a Um, pop-up music video for greece i think i'm I'm remembering that for some reason um i kind of remember that too in a way actually i kind of remember like the grease lightning maybe they just had maybe like maybe they just did the video i don't know yeah Yeah, no i can't remember that too but i remember yeah and it was like everywhere like back in the day and uh i remember sorry go go ahead no 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 you go ahead I, they had like those obscure, a lot of like obscure '80s bands that like I'd never heard of before, and just mm-hmm. found out because of pop-up video. Right, I'd right. Be like, oh, what's this? It's like you know some German band from like the <laughs> '80s, like that trio band. I found them on pop-up video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, another show I used to watch all the time um, was uh, Storytellers. Do you remember that? <gasps> I fucking love storytellers. In fact, I still have the VHS tape that I recorded of the REM uh, storytellers on VH1, and it was fucking amazing. Awesome. And it, it's so good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I've been trying to find that. I don't know if they have it on YouTube or whatever, but that was really good. That was yeah. really good. Yeah, that was really cool. Like, you know, for anyone not in the know, storytellers was they would have like an artist or a band come on. 
and then they would play like their greatest hits basically but then they'll tell the story behind the song and it'll you know and and so most of the times it'd be like what the song means or whatever but sometimes it'd just be like yeah well you know we just wanted to make a paycheck so uh anyway <laughs> you're just losing my religion <laughs> or whatever whatever just whatever song that show that i i really like is that it's kind of like um, the Unplugged in New York series where it's yeah. like really intimate settings with a yeah, very yeah, small yeah. crowd and acoustic instruments and, you know, a small room and they would play like the songs and it would always sound really awesome. Like I, I love storytellers. I feel like storytellers is kind of like the offshoot of Unplugged in New York. I agree. I 100% yeah. agree with you. Yes. Yeah. That, that I, amen. I, I agree. <laughs> um. Now, do you remember the show? I think it was pretty early 2000s. It was called The List. Hmm. All right, let me describe it. See if this sounds familiar. Yeah. So it didn't last very long. It was like maybe like a couple of months. Uh, it was like a week, a weekly, or I'm sorry, a daily show. And what it was is it would be like a group of celebrities. And sometimes the celebrities would be random or sometimes it will be like a cast of a TV show. And there would be five of them. There'd be four panelists and then one person in charge. And um, they would then make a list together. And sometimes it would be like a theme. Um, I don't remember any particular themes, but I remember <clears throat> one of them might have been like um, uh, influential, like 90s albums or something like that. Yes. I <laughs> and then. Each they would go each person one by one, and they would say like you know name a song or an album or whatever. Um, yes. And then they would put this on this list, and then there would be like twenty songs or albums, and then they all then had to like vote for like okay now we gotta take ten of these out. So then they had to like kind of discuss and argue about you know like oh well we should take this out because of this, and this person would be like no that should stay on there because of whatever. And then um, they would eventually narrow it down, and then they'll be like, "Okay, your top ten of influential albums is this," and then they'd have yeah. the list. Oh my god, I totally remember that. That was kind of like on the. the um, I remember seeing the cast of the Buffy the ba- Vampire Slayer doing. Okay, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would show like a music video with like their face in the corner, like, "Oh, this was, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar's pick or whatever." Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That was right on the. Like the the cuff of like the best week ever and the I love the eighties type shows where they would have house yeah, sparks it was, and stuff like that. It was early, very early two thousands. Yes, yeah, I totally remember that. <clears throat> and like, okay, so I'm about to probably make you very angry if you remember this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there was one okay, I only remember Tony Danza on this one episode. I can't remember who else was on there. But Tony Danza and then there was this chick, and I don't remember who she was. And uh the chick uh, I can't remember what the theme was, but she picked uh, Radiohead's OK Computer. Yeah. And then Tony Danza like flipped out and he was like, why are you putting that on there? That is complete. That's a stupid waste of a pick. That doesn't what? make sense. Who who listens to that? Blah, 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 blah. What the fuck does Tony Danza listen and to? So, and so then when it got to the part where they were eliminating stuff, he immediately went for Radiohead's OK wow. Computer. Wow. And and like the chick was like no but it's I can't I wish I knew what the theme was I don't remember what the theme was but she <laughs> she was fighting for it but like nobody was like everyone was like okay I guess we're taking off okay computer yeah to- and- do whatever Tony wants I guess <laughs> Tony I, doesn't like and radio. I don't and I think that was one of them random like you know cast I don't think it was any specific cast it was just a bunch of random celebrities <laughs> that day but I remember being pissed off because I'm like <laughs> you know I'm not a super Radiohead fan but that's a cool album like what yeah, the fuck Tony Danza it's, it's, <laughs> that's a fucking great 
Katrina album. And why would you be like, why the veracity of that? Like, you know, the vitriol is like, get rid of radio it now. And I think he, it must have been like, uh, might have just been like classics or something. I can't remember because I think he picked like a bunch of like Frank Sinatra stuff. Oh, he would. Yeah, it's probably something lame like that. It's like, oh, this is like not something I'm used to. It's weird. I don't get this. Yeah, I, I think I feel like that's what he did. I don't remember exactly, but no, I remember being pissed off at that, and I was like, what yeah, the fuck, fuck, dude? Fuck Tony Danza. Fuck Tony Danza, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Computer is a brilliant album. Fuck Tony Danza. And his yeah, yeah. I, I don't music. know what that was about. I don't know what his it's deal was. Bing Crosby or whatever the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Now, there's another show that I, like, when I came up with this idea, I wanted to talk about it, but I don't remember the name of the show. And maybe somebody out there listening will know what I'm talking about. And the thing is, I'm not 100% certain if it was on VH1. It might have been MTV, um, and it might have just been some random station. But I'm fairly confident it was VH1, and I want to say this was early 2000s maybe mid like around 2004 2005 ish and so the 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 theme of the show was they would take like i think they did like two or three songs at one in one episode so they would take like a song and the best one i could think of was acdc's back in black they did an episode on on acdc's black and black so they'd take a song and then they would list four uh theories as to what that song was about and so they would like go like theory number one. Uh, it's a tribute to you know past singer Bon Scott, and this is the band's like way to tribute him. Blah blah blah. Theory two. Uh, it's a reflection of Brian Johnson's uh, you know stand in music industry, and you know he's been in the music industry for like twenty years before joining ACDC, and that's what the song's about. And then there'll be like theory three is you know it's a dark song about the devil. <laughs> And about the devil, and then theory four was something, so whatever. So they'll show all four theories, and then they'll talk about each theory one by one, and they'll be like, okay, theory one. So Bon Scott died a couple of years before Brian Johnson joined, and blah, 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 blah. So then they'll be like, okay, theory two. You know, Brian Johnson was in his band back in the mid-60s, and he was in the music, blah, blah. So they talk about each thing one by one, and then they would eliminate, like, okay, so we know it's not this, because of blah, so they eliminate it. And they're like, okay, our final choice is A, it's a tribute to Bon Scott. And then they'll be like, okay, next song, and then it'll be like, R.E.M.'s Losing My Religion. Like, what's that about? And then, like, they did this for a bunch of different songs. And I remember watching at least, like, three or four episodes, and then I never saw it again. And I, I cannot find this on the internet. Like, I Googled it. Um, and I don't know what to Google exactly. So I typed in, like, every permutation I could think of. <laughs> and I'm like, I was even, like, I remembered the black and black one. So I'm like, VH1 show about back and black. And nothing came <laughs> up. And I'm like, oh, fuck. play ACDC on VH1? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> See, but see, that might be that might be why I'm thinking it might not be VH1. It might have been like MTV or something, or it might have even yeah, been like it might have been like Fuse because I don't know if you know what Fuse is. It's kind of yeah. like the it's like the Canadian MTV. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I, I know, I I swear I was on VH1 though, and it used to come on like maybe in the at, like the evening, like around six o'clock ish, and um. I yeah, feel that's... like I probably have like a tape of it somewhere because I have all my old like you know VH1 recorded. 
Okay. I, you know, I don't know what you do with your day, but if you're ever bored enough or you want to go through your tapes and you find it, please, for the love of God, let me know. Because I will. I'm dying you, to know what the show you know is called. I wanted to bring up and I failed to mention it to you earlier. But do you huh. remember? And this was a VH1. Actually, it might have been MTV. I think it was VH1, but whatever. It was the VH1. No, it was definitely VH1. It was called VH1, the 25 lame. Did you that see that? Familiar. It had it had John Stewart, Janine Garofalo, Chris Kattan, and Dennis Leary. And, okay, that all sounds very familiar. And they would take the twenty five most lamest videos ever, and it was like Vanilla Ice and Nelson. Oh, and like, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The Macarena, and they would watch it and like make fun of it, and then yeah. Vanilla Ice came on and he like smashed the entire set, and he had like a meltdown or whatever. Yes, that was fucking great. That was yes. Like, Absolutely. I remember that. I yes. remember the VH1 <laughs> thing. I mean, I'm just like the vanilla, the vanilla ice thing. Yeah. Yes, I remember yeah, that. It was really funny, and and they all would like rip on the videos and stuff. They made fun of the uh, the Journey video for separate ways and yeah. stuff. And yeah, 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 yeah. And the Michael Jackson, Eddie Murphy thing, where they're <clears> dancing in the clouds. Yeah, I, I remember great. that. Oh man, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was like early 2000s. Yeah, like either like late nineties, early two thousand. It was whenever Janine Garofalo was still relevant and Chris Kattan. <laughs> they haven't been in the public eye for like you know, yeah. especially Chris Kattan. Like you know, I think that was like probably like late nineties. Like yeah, was, possibly. You know, yeah. Yeah. Wow. No. Yeah, I remember that. Um. So uh, now there was another. There was this weird moment. Um in the what was it might have been might have been early 2000s um that they were trying to do like late night programming do you remember this um they had a um so this was my introduction to zach galifianakis uh he had a he had a talk show on vh1 do you remember any of this no so it was called late world with zach and uh it was like a 30 minute like talk show like comedy thing and he would be like at his piano. He would do like a monologue of just jokes, just regular jokes. And then he had a guest, and they would sit at his piano, and he would like interview, quote unquote. But like you know, it was just like just them like sharing jokes back and forth to each other. And then he'd do like like segments and stuff like that. It was it was, it was actually kind of funny. Um, Zach, Gal- he's funny guy. Oh, he's hilarious. Yeah. But like, it was funny like when Zach Galifianakis like made it huge like later like in life. And I was like, but I remember him when he was on VH1. <laughs> <back in the- laughs> yeah, no, I seriously, he's like one of those people I never really expected to get as famous as he did for such a, you know. Yeah. Not like superstar famous. He's like in like mainstream movies. He was in stuff. everything for a while. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it was it was that. And then uh, I can't remember. There was like another show too. I don't remember that one very often. Um, but yeah. VH1 was, like, the bomb back in, like, the early 2000s. And I wish, like, you know, somebody would put all this shit, like, on DVD. Because it would be amazing. Oh, um, like, I know, like, you know, like, pop up video they couldn't do because of the music, right? So that that's fine. Um, but, like, you know, like, all these other shows we were talking about, like, they should totally, like, do, you know, like, the... Storytellers, um, especially. Sp- that's yeah. actually some good music there. You know, it wasn't like uh, MTV where they had like those old trashy shows that they would do. It was like, okay, whatever. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dick show or whatever. The yeah. H1 actually like had shows that like seem like they give a shit about the music that you're about to listen to. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like everyone always gave like VH1 shit because they played like all these adult contemporaries, but it was like they played some good stuff, like oh, a lot. Oh no, yeah. 
And then, go ahead. I'm sorry. My mom, um, she would, she didn't like me watching MTV because it always had like, you know, like raunchy (laughs) stuff on it. She'd always like prefer to me to watch uh, VH1 and like VH1 actually like, it was like MTV with the trash filtered out kind of, I mean, it had some cheesy (laughs) stuff on there, but you weren't going to get like, you know, trash like Limp Biscuit or something. You know what I mean? You weren't going to get like that crap. You might get Celine Dion, but Celine Dion is easier to handle than Limp Biscuit. <laughs> that is probably true. I'm not going to deny that. Um, now, I don't know if anyone remember. I don't know if you, well, I see you're a little bit younger than me, so you might not have remembered this. Back in like the early 90s, um, when I first got cable in my house, um, VH1 and Comedy Central shared the same channel. And so what would happen was the morning would be VH1, and then, like, right at 3 o'clock, it would switch over to Comedy Central. And what was funny about this particular moment in time was uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, which was on Comedy Central. They had a kind of like this weird offshoot of their show called the uh, MST3K Hour or something, where they would divide their show into an hour. And it was hosted by Mike Nelson, but he was disguised oh God, as Jack been... Jack Perkins. Oh my God, that must have been awesome to see that. I've... <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> but here's the thing: that show, that MST show, came out right at three o'clock. And so, like every summer, like when I was like when I was off to school for the summer, I would literally like I would try to record these. Right, so I have my tape, my VCR, and so I'm watching like uh, I don't know, like Sade video or something (laughs) and then like right at three o'clock in the middle of a lyric it'll just go right to like mike nelson's jack (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly that's exactly what it was like and then like sometimes i'd be i would be a little mad because then they would play like a song that i liked and then it would be in the middle of the song and then switch over (laughs) it was like oh fuck Just starting to get a new group of Sade, and then it just, yeah, it but yeah, and then um, eventually they got their own channels. Um, but whenever I tell people that, like they look at me weird, like wait, they shared the same channel? Like how yeah, does, that's weird. How does kinda, that work? <laughs> that's weird. It's, it's kind of like I remember um back in the day, um, MTV had Run and Stimpy on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember, I remember like, that. I wasn't allowed. That was to it. Was weird. Mom. It was weird, but yeah. Yeah, like. Uh, my mother didn't allow us to watch MTV when we were young. We were allowed to watch Nickelodeon. And then when she went to visit her friends and it was just me and my dad and my brother, he was mm-hmm. like, I'll let you watch MTV, but just to watch Ren and Stimpy. And we were like, oh, <laughs> we're MTV. Well, that's even weirder because I feel like I could be wrong. The ones on MTV were the those like lost season ones where they got like really raunchy. No, that's that was way later. The ones oh, okay. that I'm talking about were actually okay, okay. Ren and Stimpy. I lived in New Hampshire, so that would have been ninety two, ninety three. Okay. Um, the raunchy and <clears throat> Ren and Stimpy was on Spike. Okay, okay. If you remember that, no, I, that, I, I never totally watched remember. that because that was weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> but still, that's that's. I remember when they were on MTV. That that still was weird. Yeah, they, it was they when run Nickelodeon MTV. was owned by MTV, so they were allowed to get away with like the more yeah. stuff, and then they were bought out by another company, and you know. No, of course. <laughs> so, all right. Um, well, all this talk of music um, actually brings to something you brought up. This is uh, this was your topic. Um, <laughs> you uh, asked uh, about annoying songs. Yes. So, uh, what was your like? How did you word the question? Um. Well. 
Um, I was just thinking about how much I fucking hate Katy Perry. Like, cause I go to the gym and <laughs> they, they, they play Katy Perry or like what I think is Katy Perry. It's like anything that sounds like this fucking like obnoxious, just auto tuned. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The song firework is like my ultimate most hated song <laughs> of all time. Like, I'm not even kidding you. It like hurts my ears. Like I am that adverse to it. So I just decided I was thinking about it. I had it in my mind. I fucking hate Katy Perry. I need to express it somehow. So then I just put it on Facebook. It's like, what is your most hated song of all time? Just tell me the song that gets your blood boiling, grinds your fucking bones. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And then my choice was, of course, Firework by Katy Perry and a bunch of other people commented i got way more of a response than i expected but apparently hit a you note. got a lot of responses today yes so that's what made me like think like yeah we should do this on the show I um now see here's okay so i do have an answer and i do have a couple of answers but like my <laughs> my weird thing is i don't when i look at music i don't ever go by like you know okay i like rock so i'm only gonna listen to rock or you know, I'm gonna ignore rap or whatever. Yeah. I I like music has music. If there's a song yeah. that that gets put out, and I like it, I just like the song. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a super big like album guy. Like I don't. There's very few albums that I listen from beginning to end that I enjoy. Um, and I know that's. that's I've never met anybody like that. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say there's not a lot of I don't I, I don't I don't think I've ever met anyone that's you just like the like, individual songs as themselves. Yes, exactly. Oh. So I'm I know I'm a very I've admitted it's very strange and probably very annoying, but um, I I I don't do a lot of albums. Like I do have favorite albums. I could probably do like a top ten albums, and those would be literally the ten albums I listen to front to back. Yeah. Um, but uh, over overall though, I like songs. So I do, you know, enjoy like, you know, the radio, like, you know, they play all the pop songs on the radio. So that's how I, you know, take my music. And so um, as a result, I don't hate a lot of songs <laughs> and I tend to like songs that people seem to hate. Hmm. Like, for example, people do not like the Pina Colada song and I actually kind of enjoy it. <laughs> So that song's like, if you like peanut yeah. I don't hate that song. I think it's kind of corny, but it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a homegrown. It's like, you know, every, what do they call that? It's um, a household name. Everyone yeah, no, song. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, for me, like, you know, to be annoyed by a song, it takes a lot. Takes a now, lot, yeah. I do have some with that said. And See, my, that's what I'm interested in now. Like, my, you know. my biggest offender like you with Katy Perry is me with Megan Trainer. I cannot <laughs> stand Megan Trainer. I hate every single one of her fucking songs. <laughs> they are the most annoying, god awful pieces of shit like See, I've I can't ever heard think of in what my she life. Sounds like, but looking at her, so, like I could. Oh. So she had this thing for a while, and I don't know if she still does. That. I don't think she does anymore. But for a while. It was all doo wop. It like she was her like singing over doo wop. Just imagine, just imagine. Here you go. Your your brain's going to explode, but this is gonna be worth it. Imagine Katy Perry singing to doo wop. Oh God. <laughs> That's basically Megan Trainer. <laughs> and this is the thing. I actually like doo wop. I like classic. Yeah, I don't mind it either. 
ballad, doo-wop ballads. I think they're beautiful, but that sounds like a fucking abomination of But it was, it was so, all of it our songs... Like the worst way to handle doo-wop ever. It, it was fucking, it's fucking terrible. Ugh. So, so, so she has, so her breakout song was uh, all about that bass, which was about her being, and I'm putting this in quotes, quote unquote fat now she's now she's not like a super skinny stick person but she's not like lizzo fat like she's like a healthy looking person like i would not call her fat but she dares to call herself fat and it's really offensive actually um looking at her on picture she looks kind of fat you think so yeah, she looks like she definitely is probably maybe know. about forty pounds of her weight. Yeah, but uh, I don't I mean, know. I mean, they're like obese or the anything. Way, but the way, but the way, but the way she presented it in that song, it made it sound like, you know, she was like this tub of lard, like running around. It's like, yeah. like no, you're like a normal looking person. Like, just well, accept that you're. She doesn't look bad or anything, but she's definitely she's definitely overweight. I mean, she carries it well, I, but I guess I don't know. But she's but then, not. Oh, she's not six hundred pounds, you know? What right? I mean? Yeah. And but she made it seem like it because you know she's yeah. like I'm all about that bass, and it's like oh my god. So then her next song was called um, uh, "Dear Future Husband," and this is by this was by far the most like irritating and actually very offensive song. This song set like the women's movement back like 50 years because the whole premise of the song was just about, you know, telling this dude, this poor sap who might have got tricked into marrying her, <laughs> um, you know, how she's going to act and how, you know, it's like, oh, dear future husband, just so you know, I'm going to be right in every argument and I'm going to sleep on the left side of the bed what? and and I'm going to stay at home and drink wine and you're going to work all day. Like, it is the seriously the most that offensive song. I don't sexist. know. I don't know how it got made, how it got passed. Like, it, it had to have gotten past several people. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> It's like it's in the industry. It's like it's like somehow acceptable for a, a woman to be sexist. It's like, oh, you man, you just suck and do my laundry. And right. Blah, blah, blah. Well, how is that any different from telling a woman to go in the kitchen and make you a sandwich? You know. Exactly. I 100 percent agree. Yes. Thank you. I'm so glad that you said that. Like that's like one of those things that's annoyed me for so long. It's they would so say like oh, equality. We want equality and blah blah blah. Step all over your man and make sure that you don't, you know take care of yourself and it's his problem it's like um no right <laughs> i i, uh, each other I hate that shit i hate that shit <laughs> yes, it bugs, me too. bugs the me fuck too. out of me and then she made a fucking song about it oh god <laughs> <laughs> and then like and then next like she just kept coming out with these hits hits quote unquote the next song she had and i don't even remember what this one was called um but it's it's basically her saying like no to everything so it would be like <laughs> so it would be like the, the situation would be like she's at a club or a bar somewhere yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and then some some guy comes up to her and is like hey what's your name and she'd be like my name is no and then he would be like like no, okay no. <laughs> and then like the literally the next line after that is my sign is no like lady this ain't 1974 no one's asking you what your fucking sign <laughs> She like puts it up so hard. It's like, no, I don't want to talk to you. Go away. No, no. And then it's like, bitch, why can't I find a man? Man suck. Right. I can't find a good man. It's like maybe because you're an insufferable bitch that's just no, 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 no. So 
And like all these songs came out like one after another, like immediately in a row. So she's like my least favorite like I artist totally, of all time. I I would probably I mean I've probably heard her songs without knowing it, but oh, it's God. possible. I hate she, angry bitch music. You she know what did I mean? a she did a couple soundtracks. I know that. Like, oh, but you know I don't think you watch a lot of. But I think they're like the kids movies. So unless you watch uh, some kids yeah. movies in the past few mo- few <laughs> months, you probably might have not have heard her. Uh, I know she did a song for like. Like one of the trolls movies, she did like one for the uh, Despicable Me movies. Um, I can't remember all of them, but they're like mainly like kids, a, kids movies. Sounds like a whiny, whiny entitled bitch. She, like, I hate. And it's I like really... if, if if your life is so hard for being fat, why don't you just fucking lose weight? It's that simple. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, you know... if you're really that upset about it, just do something about it. It's not that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's not beyond your control. <laughs> I agree. I 100% agree. And then, um, and then my other not favorite song, and then we can move on to, uh, if you have more, uh, is, uh, the watch me, watch me whip, watch me nay nay. Uh, I fucking hate that song. That's the anthem of drunk. <laughs> or really, I don't really like songs that's affiliated with a dance. Yeah. Like like a lot of these like rap songs, and I do like rap, but I don't like rap songs that's affiliated with a dance. It cheapens it somehow. Like it because just kind of feels just like stupid. Yeah, yeah. And then, like it's just kind of like, oh, it's the Macarena, but. You and know. then like all these people never have a follow up song because how do you follow up a fucking dance? You can't do a second <laughs> dance. And also, I feel like I mean I respect people that are good at dancing. Don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, me too. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I think in general dancing's kind of fucking stupid like most of the time it's just stupid like unless you're like really good at it you like look at people dancing and it's like hmm, i'm not gonna partake in that that's not you know, and then this like is, this isn't something i want to be a part of you can go ahead and do your dance but leave me out of it and then like these like dance songs they're like the lamest moves ever yeah, because like if you ever watch like the doing it at the same time it just looks like square <clears throat> dancing but like even words like Dee. Yeah, it's it's just not fun. Okay, I went off long <laughs> enough. I went off long enough. What did uh did you have some like more songs that you had? Um, I mean, I could probably go on forever, but let's not waste time on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is there any that you wanted to read off of your post that? And it's up to you if you want to say their names or not. I, I'm curious about some other people say. Okay, so uh, let's see. Oh, this one was funny because. I actually kind of like the song and the fact that my, my uncle hates it so much. My, my uncle Ben is my cousin Joey's father. And uh-huh. uh, he commented, I have to think more. This is my dad's. And it's, it's Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant. We go to oh. <laughs> I like that song. <laughs> Just like envisioning my uncle Ben hating that song enough for it to come up in this list is fucking <laughs> hilarious to me. <laughs> really yeah he hates that song i don't know it's just like one of those songs like i never like it's it's stupid but i didn't know it would like people would have like hatred with that much fervor you know what i mean i feel like that's one of those songs it's like you know when it i only listen to it when it comes on somewhere i don't like go out of my way to listen to it yeah it's that song you know like and and i and you know i i like it enough you know you know when it comes on i'll listen to it but i don't think i have it on like my spotify playlist or anything like this source of just just uh, my cousin joey also says third eye blind semi charm like oh the third eye blind hit. yeah I okay have to that see here's i like third eye blind <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I like them too in a nostalgic kind of way. They remind me of when I was in middle school. So like, I can't like say that I hate them. I mean, I know yeah. they suck, but like, it's kind of well, like you know. I don't know. I I, I really have always enjoyed them. Actually, like really? se- like yeah. Semi Charmed Life was like one of my favorite songs. Um, yeah. Because you know, I'm, I, like I bought that. You know, I, I just said I'm not an album guy, but you know, it was the '90s. I had no choice. I had to buy the album. Um, but uh, yeah, like, I remind and, you of a good time in your life. Just fun. I get yeah, just you know, late '90s and yeah, uh, yeah, nothing. Um, that's kind of how I feel about the bare naked ladies. Like I like them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They, but they get a lot of unnecessarily hate. But whatever. I agree. I totally agree. Any other ones you want to read? Um, no, I feel like that's probably it. I don't Those are the main ones? Okay. All right, that's cool. All right, so anyone out there listening, if you uh, if you have a, a song that annoys you as much as uh, Katy Perry's Fireworks or uh, uh, any Megan Trainor song, if you feel that passionate about it, uh, Just give tell us... tell us what you hate. I am so curious. I, I, I love to hate things, you know? Yeah. So give us a shout-out. Uh, uh, send us an email at... Uh, Whatever, uh, I forget the email address. Whatever, Jason Soto at gmail.com. The reason I can't remember the email is because I wanted to get whatever Jason at gmail.com, but somebody had that. What? Yeah. <laughs> so I had to go with whatever Jason Soto. And then to the point where, like, when I made the account, like, the next day, I went to sign into it and I forgot. So I put whatever Jason at gmail. <laughs> and then there were, That's like, wrong. Not you. No, but it was like wrong password. And then I'm like, oh shit, that is a different password. And so I'm trying all my other, I have like four passwords that I use, like the same four. So I'm trying all of them and none of them are working. And so I'm like, oh fuck. So then I went to go do the uh, forgot password thing. And then I'm like, okay, we're going to email you a thing. And it was at your backup email, but it was to like something at msn.com. And I'm like, oh, I don't, shit. I don't have, I was like, I don't have an MSN. Oh, fuck. Wait, that's not me. <laughs> oh, shit. Some guy just got an email. <laughs> You're not whatever Jason. You're whatever Jason Soto. Get used to it, man. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, Jason. shit. <laughs> so, yes, whatatever Jason Soto at gmail.com. That's whatever Jason is. Like, I don't know. I'm so, I'm so tempted to email them and see if I get a response. <laughs> but I'm also afraid he's going to be like, are you the fucking asshole trying to sign into my account? <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I was trying to sign the mine. I swear I wasn't trying to hack you. I swear. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay. Well, speaking of songs, this, this, this has been a nice segue episode. Um, let's go ahead and do our 90s song of the week here. Um, okay. We like to uh, celebrate 90s music, as you can tell. And uh, each week we do this segment where we talk about a different uh, song or music video. It could be a music video as well. And um, my pick this week is uh, actually, uh, uh, I like I said, I listen to, I do listen to rap. I, you know, when it comes to 90s music, I do listen to a lot of alternative grunge rock type songs. But I do like rap, so I did want to focus on a rap song today. Um just to kind of, you know, show people like, you know, I do like I do like rap and I do like this song. This is a really good song. Had a really cool music video and that's uh Black Street No Diggity. Hmm. Have you seen did you have you seen his music video? I probably it sounds familiar, but I can't really place it. Um so I'm going to I'm going to risk the hate mail that I'm probably going to get, but I think this was their only hit. Um <laughs> if they had another song, I don't know what it is, but as far as I know, this was their main hit. 
Um, but the music video had them as the band, as the group rather, has uh, marionettes. Um, and yes. uh, like one of them was playing the piano. One was I remember playing, that. Yes. Yeah. No, I know and exactly like, what you're talking about. And Dr. Dre had like a like a verse on it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a cool song. It's a very smooth song. Um, it's it's I don't know. It's really it's really good. The music video was great. Um, Dr. Dre, uh, you know, has pretty good verse in it. Actually, I think he starts it off. And uh, yeah, I I really thoroughly enjoyed every time it comes on. I you know I turn it up and I I smooth out to it. I jam out to it. And um, yeah, so I got to give it up to uh, Black Street No Diggity. What about you, Mary? What you got this week? Mine this week is not 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 only just a song, but like a whole album and videos. Is I my pick for this week is uh, TLC's Creep. Oh, I love TLC. Nice. Crazy Sexy Cool was such an awesome 90s album. That was like mm-hmm. every girl's 90s album. I had it on cassette tape. I listened to it nonstop. It was fucking amazing. And um, yeah, yeah. Digging On You is another good song from that album. Did you listen to that? Were you into TLC um, when they came out? I, well, I, I I remember when the videos came out and I, 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 I liked Creep. Mm. Um and then they had another song off that album. I cannot remember right now what it was. They had Waterfalls and Digging On Was that you. the same album? Was Waterfalls yeah. the same album? Yep. Oh, okay. So, yeah, well, Waterfalls was, like, huge when that came out. Like, Yeah. That was, like, I, number one for, like, a while. <laughs> I still love them. I mean, like, tragedy befell TLC eventually, but, yeah, you know, I don't know. They still hold up to me. Oh, you just reminded me. Uh, a few years ago... <laughs> Uh, shit, it might have been VH1, actually. They did a, uh, a made-for-TV movie about the life of TLC. Did you see this? Is that the one that... Um, I saw the one that they did with the documentary about um, Left Eye. No, no, this was, like, one of them, like, Lifetime movies where they're, like, reading, like, you know, they they, they did their whole story about how oh, they met. No. no, I didn't see that. Oh, man. Okay, so it was it was bad. It, let me just say it right. It was terrible. The acting was atrocious. And, <laughs> nice. like, they, and the funny thing was they couldn't get the rights to the songs. So oh, like shit. they had they had to go around everything. So like they could only say the <laughs> names of the songs, one. but they could not play the songs. Oh my god! <laughs> and so, <laughs> but funny and what's funny was there's this. Um, I feel like it's the it was the part where um, where uh, left eye. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but sh- uh, no, it wasn't left eye. Who was it? One of them went in the hospital for a reason. I can't remember who it was. Oh, I think T-Boss. it was. Yeah, her. She was. Yeah, so she went to the hospital. So, (laughs) so we're watching this, and one of the you know like you know how like movies and TV shows they do like these like establishing shots where they show like the building. (laughs) Yes, yeah. (laughs) So they did an establishing shot for the hospital, but they showed a a hospital here in Indianapolis. (laughs) But the movie nor their story takes place in Indianapolis. And the only reason, and we knew it was Indianapolis because it said Indiana uh, University Medicine on the front of the building. <laughs> they were supposed to be in like Georgia or something. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, it was like Hollywood or something. But it was like clear as day, Indiana <laughs> Medicine University. And I was like, what the fuck? They came to Indianapolis for this? Oh my god! I wish there was like a special like library or like treasury of like shitty. Uh, 
like bio movies from VH1 because oh, they did that dude. like Two of Us movie with the Beatles. Like that yes. was I was watching it too the other day with John and Paul. That yeah, was yeah, fucking yeah. ripe, dude. Like that movie <laughs> was like, oh my god. <laughs> What if John and Paul just like met each other and they like reunited on this one night and like went on Saturday Night Live and like oh my god it was so funny it's it, it yeah and they even dress up like Rastas to like hide in public <laughs> like mm. I remember seeing the ads for that but I never actually watched it yeah, I never like, got like, to oh, see it mate, we want to go out in New York and they're like oh people are gonna recognize us so they literally take like those Rasta dreads and like put on like the the the, the sunglasses and pretend to be like legit Rastas and like hey mom <laughs> I gotta look that up. That sounds that sounds hilarious. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our '90s uh, songs for the week is uh, "Black Street No Diggity" and "TLC TLC's Creep." <laughs> yeah, you know what? I like the play. No diggity, no doubt. Play on, play on. It's going down, fade to Black Street. The homies got at me, collab creations. Bump like agony, no doubt. I put it down, never slouch. As long as my credit can vouch, that dog couldn't catch me. Tell me who could stop with Dre making moves, attracting honeys like a magnet. Giving them orgasms with my mellow accent. Still moving this flavor with the homies Black Street and Teddy, the original rough shakers. Shutting it down, good lord. Baby got them open all over town. Strictly bitch, you don't play around Cover much ground, got game by the town Getting paid is a forte Each and every day, true play away I can't get her out of my mind Wow. I think about the girl all the time wow, wow. East side to the west side Pushing fat rides, it's no surprise She got tricks in the stash Stacking up the cash Fast when it comes to the gas by no means average It's on when she's got to have it Baby, you're a perfect 10 I wanna get in Can I get down so I can I like the way you work, kid No diggity I got to bag it up I like the way you work, kid No diggity I got to bag it up I like the way
Oh, hey, Mary, I just got the uh, copy for the next ad, and uh, it looks like it doesn't have a line for you. Oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, let me just read this quickly, and then we'll move on with the show. All right, cool. Awesome. All right, here we go. <clears throat> hey, ladies, don't you hate it when your bra hurts? All those straps and cross fabrics just digging into you? Hmm. Huh. And the cups. My God, the cups. Cups are just a nightmare. Am I right, ladies? Jason? Well, there's a bra just for us. Comfort bra. The world's most comfortable bra. I, I, I think this ad was meant for me to be right. The comfort bra is simple, using nanotechnology to give you maximum comfort. And the straps don't hurt. Neither do the hooks. The hooks shouldn't be hurting you. A lot of us women agree. Bras are horrible, but it's necessary for everyday life. So why be uncomfortable with their mother's old bras? Who's wearing their mother's bras? And let's not even get into your grandmother's bras. Uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Comfort bra, the bra for the modern woman, now comes in three colors. Pale white, light tan, and goth chic. Did they send any, any for us uh, uh, meat to try? And you can order yours now at www.comfortbra.com. And if you use promo code whatever, you'll save 20% on any order over $75. <laughs> Bras! They suck, but they don't have to be. Take it from me, Mary Mitch. Oh, wait. I I think you were supposed to read this ad, Mary. Nah, nah. You did you did a fine job. Go ahead and finish. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> take it from me, Mary Mitchell. Your boobs will thank you. Nope. Never mind. That just ruined it. <laughs> All right, guys. So we need to record our top three reasons why you should listen to French Toast Sunday podcast. Number three should definitely be our diverse opinions. Number two should probably be our top three lists that we do every week. No, it's got to it's got to be Mark Wahlberg. What about Gwyneth Paltrow's head? It's got to be fighting the sadness in the swamp of sadness. Full frontal stories about being lost at sea. Brendan Fraser being underground. Helen Mirren's boobs. Baltimore accents as heard in The Wire. Underclothes. Crepes. Character studies. Wait, 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 guys. What about movies? No. Tree rape. Hmm. Tree rape? Yeah, I like tree rape. Tune in every Friday for a new episode of French Toast Sunday Podcast, brought to you by us at FrenchToastSunday.com. Clothing made out of Burger King wrappers. <laughs> All right. Moment everyone's been waiting for. Earlier today, the Oscar nominations were announced. Oh, boy. And along with this... The world came to an end. Holy fucking shit. You would have thought the four horsemen of the apocalypse was running across <laughs> the country as the Oscar nominations were being announced because people were getting fucking butt hurt. <laughs> and now here's the thing. I remember hearing yesterday that they were going to be announced today. And I'm thinking, okay. If like the pre, pre, you know previous years or any indication stuff that's been like on the Golden Globes and whatever else, uh, you know it's going to you know be reflective of what's going to be on the Oscars, and so clearly um, like Joker is going to be nominated and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to be nominated, and um, and these are like the movies that people do not want nominated, and so I'm like. Eh, you're 
probably going to want to be ready for disappointment because I think that's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> so let's go ahead and talk about the nominations really quickly. Now, I'm only want to talk about the main, like the main ones, because you know I don't fucking know shit about like best animated short film or uh, best documentary feature. Um, now, Mary, if you want to talk about any of those, that's fine. But I don't know anything about any of yeah, those. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't say I know myself. <laughs> so I'm just gonna do like the acting categories and the the directing and the best picture. Those are the ones I want to focus on. Okay, cool. Um, so the best picture nominations uh, is Ford versus Ferrari, which I don't understand because that didn't look like <laughs> any kind of decent movie. Like I feel like they just added that because of reasons. Um, that kind of sounds kind of interesting, but yeah, it kind of sounds boring at the same time. So yeah, I mean, I saw the trailer before uh, I think Knives Out, or no, it was not Knives Out. What was it? I went and saw something, and it was before you know, and it was like okay, it just looked like a typical, you know, yeah. based on a true story, and it's a car movie, and it's like okay, I, I didn't think it was anything special, but here it is, nominated for best it's like, picture. Okay, it's like different <clears throat> from what usually is going on in Hollywood, so I guess it, you know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so the next one is The Irishman, uh, which I've not seen. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I've been <clears throat> wanting to see it, but yeah, I haven't seen that. Three hours, man. Like, God. Yeah. Mm. I, I haven't really liked Martin Scorsese's work in recent years. I well, love I, Taxi Driver, but I hasn't I, done any. <clears throat> what? I, I like his, you know, his, you know, uh, Goodfellas and Casino. I yeah, like those. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people are saying that the the Irishman's kind of like that, mm. um, but those weren't three hours long <laughs> either. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, now this is a movie I did want to see. I didn't get to was Jojo Rabbit. What um, is that? <clears throat> okay, so it's about this kid who's a, uh, a ger- who's a German in like you know World War Two while the Nazis are in power, okay. and uh, he wants to be a Nazi soldier, and so. He has an imaginary friend who is Hitler. What? And Wait, and, what? and Hitler His is played. Imaginary friend is Hitler. Yes. So it's the director of the movie whose name I cannot say. Um, how the hell? Tati Takika Wakiki. I cannot say his name. I know. I'm very sorry. Um, uh, it's not even coming up. I can't. I, I, I can't <laughs> say it to the point where Google has no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> movie where a little boy's friend is Hitler. <laughs> well, imaginary friend. He's imaginary not. He's friend is Hitler. Okay, so he's a German kid and he likes Hitler. He's and... a German kid. Yeah, he wants to be a. Uh, uh, he wants to be a Nazi when he grows okay. up, and yeah, so he 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 imagines. Um, you know that Hitler's his like imaginary friend, and it's supposed to be like a like a kind of like a dark comedy slash satire um okay. of stuff and it actually looks really interesting yeah, that sounds kind of interesting actually that sounds like a unique idea tahikawatiti i think that's how you say his name i'm looking at it now so um but like the, the dude though actually he's a really good director he did um uh oh god why can't i remember anything today uh what we do in the shadows you ever seen that I watched a little bit of that and I shut it off because it annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I guess I'm not surprised. Um, uh, he did that. He did Thor Ragnarok, um, which was like probably the best like 
honestly, if I had to rank the Marvel movies, that would be pretty close to the top because that was a really good movie. Um, but anyway, he's a very interesting guy. He's he's yeah. he's got a strange sense of humor, uh, and I think it works well here. So this I can kind of get behind. Um, but I've not yeah, seen it. Up, it kind of looks interesting. I think I want to see this now. It looks like a I think I I, I, I kind of think you might dig it. I, I I get the feeling you might be kind of movie you would jive with. I think you'd like yeah. it. Yeah, it looks unique. Um, so the next one that's on this list that I'm reading, because I'm already doing this in the order of this list, is Joker, which I talked about last week. Um, but this was the one that, like, got people pissed. Because there's, like, a large group of, like, uh, film Twitter, as they call it. Because I've, I've mainly been following this on Twitter, like, all morning. And, um... People do not like Joker. Like, like Mary, you said you didn't like Joker because of the way it looked and whatever. Ben, you didn't well, see it because I mean, of that. Be fair, like, <clears throat> fair enough. I didn't. I haven't seen it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm literally just going on what the marketing and stuff. To and from what I've heard of people who have wrote reviews and stuff, it doesn't seem like my kind of movie. It's it's something people seem to really like. So I mean, there must be something to <clears throat> it. But for me, but... it just looks like paint by number taxi drivers but i can't i don't really have a valid opinion because i haven't seen it you know what i mean that's, like, and yeah that's fine but <clears throat> it's and i went over this last week so i don't want to keep repeating myself but it's it i i thought it was actually really damn good and you have to ignore like this is probably why people are pissed because you do have to ignore a couple of things um but if you do ignore that and just kind of go into it with an open mind a super open mind and just kind of like a blank slate and just accept the movie for what it is, I think you might like it. So if um, you could, like, take the movie, because you really love the movie, right? Mm-hmm. If you could, like, say, like, what is the movie's major flaw, what would you say it was? Uh, the ending. Um, I felt like the last five minutes didn't need to happen. Um. Hmm. Because it, it could have had a perfect ending. Uh, okay, I'm going to kind of go into spoilers, so I'm sorry if you want to okay, see this, but yeah. I have to explain. No, no, I already saw, I know how it ends. Like, I saw, like, a, yeah, no, it's fine. Okay, so after uh, uh, Joker does, like, a thing on TV and he's got, like, the city riding, he gets arrested and he's in a, a cop car. Okay. And so he's got all these like people on the street that's riding and they see him in the cop car. So s- some dudes like get like a truck and they run into the cop car, killing the cops, but saving him. And so Joker gets out of the car and people are like chanting his name or whatever. And he gets on the car and he's like, pra- he's got it. He's like praising his audience and everyone's like applauding at him. That's would have been where it ended. That would have been the perfect ending. Cause it would have, it would have been like set up the character set up everything we know about the joker like obviously yes he's gonna have a following he started this whole thing in gotham city yeah but no then it jumps to him in a in uh an insane asylum talking to a doctor and it goes on for like five more minutes what yeah and it's like i saw the picture of him standing on the car with all the people cheering that's not the end of the movie that is not the end of the movie Hmm. that should have been the end of the movie yeah no it continues and i don't know why that is the only flaw that I would give Joker is it should have ended right with him on the car. I don't know why they did what they did. Um, that's probably the only bad thing that I could say about what, it was I, they could have cut that ending. What would you say was the best thing about it? Uh, 
uh, the way that they portrayed mental health, especially in America. Didn't it take uh, place in like the seventies? Takes place. Uh, they don't say exactly, but you get the idea. It's like late seventies, early eighties. Okay, yeah. Um, actually, whenever, uh, <laughs> whenever the George Hamilton movie Zorro the Gay Blade came out, <laughs> that's <laughs> what year it takes place. Because, <laughs> um, I guess there's a thing I didn't know this in Batman lore that Batman's parents gets killed when they leave a Zorro movie. Oh, um, because a like, Zorro you know, because like, you know, the story came out like the thirties. Right. Yeah. So when they had the, the origin story, then he went to go see a Zorro, which was like a story from like long, 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 long time ago. Oh. So they were walking out of a Zorro movie. And so because it took place in the seventies slash eighties, they had to find a Zorro movie. So they picked Zorro, the gameplay oh. with George Hamilton wow. <laughs> <laughs> to keep up that whole, you know, storyline. So whenever that came out, that's that's where this takes place in. But um, yeah, it's it's a really like like poignant look at like mental health and how you know people with actual severe mental problems their entire life, yeah. um, how they're treated or how they act and how you know they clearly need help, but like either Nobody's they're being willing. ignored or no one wants to help them or whatever. Right. And yeah, I, I think it does a really good job painting what it's like, you know, to do that. Oh. And I, it, oddly enough, I kind of felt for this guy. You know, it's weird because he's a villain and it's the Joker, but like you kind of feel a little bit sorry for him. Like you feel bad. Like you want him to just get help, and yeah. it's like like no one's helping him, and he's just doing what he can. Um, people are giving him shit too. Like the whole thing too. Like people are like giving him crap the whole time. Um, like his, he has a job and his boss keeps like saying, you know, giving him crap. Uh, his coworkers are like making fun of him. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's a slow build up. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I, I say that's probably like the best thing about it is like how they, how they react to mental health to like in the, in the eighties, especially. Hmm, that's so. interesting. That sounds cool. Um, so the next movie on this list is little women, which I wanted I have... to see that. Like, Right, I have no, ahead. I have no interest. No, 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 I'm sorry. I just, said, I have no interest in seeing it. So, I, I, I like the story. I mean, it's like, you know, nice New England atmosphere, and it's a historical story. I, I, I don't know. It, it's cheesy, and like maybe I'm just like a woman, and I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> it appeals to my, my feminine side. I like. Quit being a woman, Mary. God. <laughs> I like also Clueless and Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yes, I, 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 I want to kind of see little. Okay, that's <laughs> perfectly fine. I have zero interest in it. I and, and it's 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 nothing to do with the women. It's just I just don't really like. I don't really do period pieces. Like, oh, see, I love oh, well, okay. for that stuff. I love history. I love I'll, anything I'll, set in a different century. I'm like, you know, that you got me there. Like, <laughs> I will retract that sense a bit. I don't like dramatic period pieces. If it's I have like, to agree with you on that one. I don't like, like, oh, the both that I was engaged to doesn't love me anymore. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> but that's how I feel about Little Women. That's how I feel like that movie's going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, no, it um, kind of is, but, you know. <laughs> but, um, but this is, like, the other, like, divisive one because um, there's this whole thing about how we're going to get to the directors really quickly. But uh, the director of Little Women didn't get nominated for Best Director. And uh, people are mad about it. 
and it's it's I, I kind of can see the point. Like I haven't seen the movie, but I don't honestly think she's that good of a director. They're just uh, mad because like a woman didn't get nominated for the sake of her being a woman, and therefore it's like sexist or something. Exactly, that's exactly what's going on. <laughs> but have you seen a uh, Lady Bird? Um, no. I mean, I want to see Lady Bird, but I haven't actually seen it. It looks like okay. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Looks like it's about a girl and her mom, and it would probably make me sad, so I've avoided it. (laughs) Oh, okay. I didn't think about that, but um, okay. Have you seen Napoleon Dynamite? Yes, I fucking love Napoleon Dynamite. Okay, so this is basically Napoleon Dynamite, but with a woman and her mom. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) because it's just like a chunk of her life and just her doing stuff, and there's no there's no actual plot that I can see. It's just her in high school. Dealing with high school. Yeah, it and looks then... like a good movie. It looks kind of like it hits too close to home for me to watch, but I mm. do think it looks like a good movie. I don't like. I want to see it, but I can't. I just it. didn't see the big deal about it. Like I just mm-hmm. it, like it was. It was fine. It, you know, I didn't. I didn't hate that I watched it. Um, but I didn't think it was like the next coming of Christ or anything. Yeah. Like everyone was like making her out to be like, Oh, Greta Gerwig is going to be the biggest thing ever. Like, it's just a movie. It's just a regular movie. Like nothing special happened. Like I, I don't get it. So I don't know. I'm skipping this one. So, yeah. um, next one is I've been hearing a lot about, I know nothing about it and it's marriage story. Um, yeah. I don't know anything about that. It has that weird looking guy from like star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it's it's a Netflix movie. It has him and Scarlett Johansson, and yeah. that's all I know. So, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, next one is, uh, actually, this one's got a lot of buzz. Uh, 1917. I want to see that. I legit want to see that. That looks okay. interesting to me. Um, I, I'm not a huge war movie guy. There's a couple of war movies I like, but overall, seen, like, I... Uh, Pass the Glory? No. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a really good movie. And, and you know, I feel like with war movies, you have the potential, if you do it right, to really make a good movie showing, like, the best and the worst of humanity and to show, like, it in its most raw form. And I, with 1917, one of the things that interested me is it's World War One. I. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. like, something oh, that's, yeah. like, so far mm-hmm. on the radar on the distance that like no one even thinks about that anymore until like kind of bring that back and like honor the people who actually suffered and died in that war. That's cool. I mean, I feel like people need, you know, that whole thing needs to be remembered. It needs to be, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but it's good that they're actually still thinking about that kind of thing and making, you know, unless they do it like a Pearl Harbor job, like Michael Bay and they completely fuck it. But <laughs> yeah, know, as long as they do a respectful job, I think that's pretty cool. I'm starting to wonder if like World War One's gonna be like the new like theme now because you know we've had a shit ton of World War Two movies, um, yeah, so well, it's like what else can you do? So I'm um, you know maybe not should. even do World War One. Yeah, a lot of the I mean there's a lot of stories that need to be told from that. You know, maybe I mean? we'll like, get a uh, maybe we'll get a biopic of Archduke Frank Franz Ferdinand. Franz I, I, I think it's good. To, World War One is very interesting, and I think it needs to be, you know, there's a lot of stories that need to be told and a lot of people that need to be remembered. Didn't, uh, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but I feel like Peter Jackson not that long ago did a documentary about World War yeah, One. Yeah, I, I heard and something it, about that, yeah. It was like he took, like, these pictures and he found a way to, like, animate the pictures or something. Hmm. 
No, I haven't so, seen that. That sounds like some kind of like a, a Ken Burns type of thing. I like. Yeah, that. yeah, it is. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Like, yeah, yeah, so, that's cool. So, yeah, so that's I think cool. World War One is going to be like a new thing in the in the twenties. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, so. I hope so. I mean, I feel like it kind of gets glossed over, and like everybody just kind of like it's like, oh yeah, like tell World War Two. Not that World War. I mean, my grandfather fought in World War Two, but. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that they're uh, remembering the people who did that. So, yeah, that's my feeling. Agreed. Uh, all right. Uh, next one is um, <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, we talked fault. about that. We already talked about it. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is Parasite. I have no which, idea what that is. I don't either. So Really? <laughs> it sounds like... Um, it sounds like it'd be something I should know. It sounds, sounds like, like a, a horror cheap movie. Horror movie or something. Um. All right. Let me. I'm going. Here's the Wikipedia page. Here we go. Okay. Once it loads, Parasite is a 2019 South Korean black comedy thriller film. Wow. What? Holy shit. Wow. That is uh, totally with no judgments. Not what I would expect it to be nominated for an Oscar. Mark. Go uh, on. Best picture on top of that. Yeah. No uh, shit. So let's see. Uh, whew, there's a lot in the plot. Uh, you want me go to Rotten Tomatoes? Hang on, that'll be quicker instead of Wikipedia. Right, yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, Parasite. Yeah, I I just remember you know people talking about it like, oh, Parasite's a good movie. Oh, everyone's gonna go see Parasite, 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 Parasite. But I don't know like what it's about. I've never. Yeah, this is the first time hearing it. Um, I don't know a plot. I don't know who's in it. I don't know why it's not coming up on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, uh, what the fuck? I'm getting like every other movie that was ever called Parrot. There it is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, an urgent, brilliantly layered look at a timely social themes. Parasite finds writer-director... Oh, I'm very sorry about this pronunciation. Bong Joon-ho in near total command of his craft. Okay, that's all they got about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we, see, we know he's at near total control of his craft. Uh, meet the Park family, the picture of aspirational wealth, and the Kim family, rich in street smarts but not much else. Be it chance or fate, these two houses are brought together and the Kim sense a golden opportunity. Masterminded by college-age Ki-woo, the Kim children expediently installed themselves as tutor and art therapist to the parks. Soon, a symbiotic relationship forms between the two families. The Kims provide indispensable luxury services while the parks obliviously bankroll their entire household. When a parasitic when a parasitic interloper threatens the Kim's newfound comfort, a savage underhanded battle for dominance breaks out, threatening Ugh. to destroy the fragile ecosystem between the Kims and the park What? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. What? Uh, sure. I indeed that <laughs> Wow. In the ecosystem in the, the Kim Woo. What? I've had no idea. That's what the fuck that was about. Holy Somebody's shit. Being paid off. You know that. Like. <laughs> and like the po- the poster has like the family, but their eyes are blacked out. There's a dead body in the foreground. Well, I don't I know. Gotta, this I gotta is, get a load of this. This is all over the place. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little curious now. I might have to check this out. Okay, so those are all the movies nominated for Best Picture. Now, here's the weird thing. Um, a few years ago, 
you probably remember this. They changed the number of movies to be nominated for Best Picture from like five to up to ten. So basically, they gave themselves some wiggle room. So this year, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We got oh, nine man. movies. <clears throat> um, and there are people saying that like um, uh, the one thing that everyone's saying got snubbed completely was Uncut Gems. Uh, which was that, which is that Adam Sandler movie, um, that, you know, everyone's saying is really good. And I've actually not heard one bad thing about that movie. So there must be something to it. Um, and I know Adam Sandler can play serious cause I've seen punch. Does Trunk it have Love. anything to do with the release time of the movie? Because I know that like <sighs> movies considered for Oscars have to be released within a certain time frame for, to be considered. See? I felt like it did one of those things where they did like a slow release where it was like in LA and New York one day and then oh, like yeah. next Probably month like it during was during Oscar season or whatever. Right. So I felt like that would have counted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cuz it seems a little late in the year for be, you know, cuz once upon a time in Hollywood and Joker, I mean, they those were all out in like the summer and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, once upon a time was in the summer, Joker was like around September, October. Yeah, it chapter um, two was the same. Uh so uncut gems is that still playing got a full i think it's still playing a theater yeah so it might be too late to be an oscar con and um well but i feel but but here's the thing 1917 oh, that's a good point yeah you're that right just came that. out yeah. <laughs> so i don't know yeah so i Maybe don't know they're just snubbing adam sandler they don't you know i guess but i mean he didn't you know i felt like he should have gotten nominated for punch drug love He's a really good dramatic actor. I feel like he has like the same thing that Robin Williams had, where he yeah he's he's cheesy in comedic roles, but when you put him into dramatic role, he shines, and it kind of like offsets the you know it's more disturbing because you're so used to them as comedian. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I don't understand why they snubbed it. They could have fit it in there. They only got nine. So, um, now a movie. Well, not a movie. Well, yeah, a movie, but like not in the best picture. I don't think it would have been up for best picture, but at least like best like actress, which we'll go over now. Uh, I felt like they could have put in um, uh, Lupita Nyong'o for Us, because uh, she was fan fucking tastic in Us. Was she um, the same? She was in uh, Twelve Years a Slave, right? Yep. Yes. She was great. Yeah. She. She's. And. Yeah. Um. And before anyone's like, oh, it's a horror movie, Get Out was nominated for, like, everything just a couple of years ago. It got Best Picture, Best Screenplay, Best Acting, uh, Best Supporting Actor. It got everything. So that's not an excuse. I thought that was hilarious. So I that <laughs> yeah, was, you, t- I you mean, told me that. Yeah, yeah you told me that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm only laughing because I severely disagree with you. <laughs> but... Uh, whatever but um yeah i feel like if anything got snubbed it was her because i felt like she should have got something um okay so bleed actress um so we got uh cynthia erivo for harriet which i've not seen or heard anything about i just know it's the story of harriet tubman um scarlett johansson for marriage story which i've not seen so i can't say anything you're there yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Like everything got oddly quiet, so I thought you you got oh, no, your call dropped. No, 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 no. I'm just making sure. That's all. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I get made fun of for saying this name, and I, 
what is it? Sarosi? Ronan? Yeah, reared. Yeah, I don't know either. It's like some Irish name. So, uh, for so, Little Women. Yeah, that that girl. <laughs> um, she was also in Lady Bird. She was Lady Bird. Uh, Charlize Theron and Bub- Bombshell, which I'm surprised this got anything, because it seemed like people didn't like Bombshell. <laughs> I didn't see it. What was it? It's the um, it's a it's one of those like you know based on a true stories about um. The guy that ran Fox News in the early 2000s, he got uh, uh, accused of sexual assault of like all oh, of the female yeah. okay, anchors. Yes, I see. Yeah, that's de- yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's a story about that. And so I think Charlize Theron played uh, Megyn Kelly. Hmm. I think I think that's who she plays. The and, Fox um, News anchor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then she left Fox News because of that. <laughs> because of that whole sexual assault thing. So she left Fox News, and then she went to NBC of all places. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, and then uh, Renee Zellweger for Judy, which was a Judy Garland biopic, which I've not heard much Another of. Another one? Didn't they like just do one of those on Lifetime a couple of years ago? But this is a theatrical version. Oh. <laughs> so. Um, so I don't know anything about that. So I can't speak a lot about the lead actress stuff yeah. i actually i've not seen any single one of those movies yeah, um i feel like yeah i feel like like lupita got severely dissed on this so uh lead actor we got antonio banderas for pain and glory i've never heard of that in my life <laughs> sounds like an antonio banderas movie though right like in that modern yeah it does uh leonardo DiCaprio for once upon a time in hollywood we know your thoughts on that <laughs> but okay I do think he was good in that, though. Like, mm. legitimately. Like, I, I I, know. You didn't like it. It's fine. But I really thought he did a good job. Because there were layers. Because he had to be Leonardo DiCaprio acting as Rick Dalton. Acting has another character. And sometimes even acting has a fourth character. Yeah, but, like, what was the difference between Leonardo DiCaprio the all those other characters? Like I feel like I feel like it was the same guy. You know what I mean? It was like, just like there was no difference in the character. It's not like he was pretending to be like a guy with like, you know. It's like oh, I have to pretend to be like an elderly man with multiple sclerosis or something. They weren't much different than he was anyway. So he, you know, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> All right, fair. I mean, fair. I don't know. I thought he did. A, I thought he did a good job. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. So yeah. okay. Um, Adam Driver, Marriage Story. I've not seen yeah, it. Okay. okay, here we go. Walking Phoenix for Joker. Mm. Now, I really seriously think he should win this. Um, you know, I, I he did such a wonderful job with that role, and like I, I said his last week, but I completely forgot that was Walking Phoenix. Like he just enveloped that role, and just all I saw was Joker. I did not see Walking Phoenix, the actor. I didn't see any of that. I, you know, I just saw. Arthur Fleck Joker. Like, I, I just literally, like, I don't know. He just got lost in that role, and it was fantastic. So I do hope he wins. And on top of that, I hope he wins because it'll piss a lot of people off. <laughs> a lot of people. Because people are mad. Like, again, anything related to Joker, people on Twitter are mad. And I'll, I'll get to that in a second. 
And then uh, last one here is uh, Jonathan Price for Two Popes, oh. which you told me about this morning. I love Jonathan Price. <laughs> I really do. I actually think he's one of my favorite actors at the moment. If you could say that, like, we've been talking about that, Jr. and I, like, he's amazing. He really is. He, Every role he's in, he, he's captivating. He has such a subtle way of acting and a way of mm. reading his lines and drawing you in. And he always plays, like, corrupt religious figures he was um <laughs> he was the high sparrow on G- game of thrones he was cardinal mm. Walsey on wolf hall and he's also like pope francis not that he's corrupt right now or whatever but like he's always a religious figure and oh yeah no jonathan price is amazing i'm glad he's getting the the recognition that he deserves because nobody nobody besides <laughs> like me and jr know about him but he he's really good he's really good okay yeah, I don't know anything about the movie though. I don't know anything about Two Popes. I don't. No, I, don't I haven't. Know. I haven't seen that either. I mean, it's like something I've been meaning to watch. It's like, oh, it's Jonathan Price and Anthony Hopkins, who mm. is also really good anyway. Um, this whole story, like, I'm not really interested in like the whole story of like the popes or whatever, like the Catholic Church. But uh-huh. since it, yeah. given like the reviews it has and Jonathan Price, I, I think I'm gonna watch it because. Yeah, okay. no, he's very good. <laughs> well, let me know what you think. Cause I've, yeah. I've, I know nothing about it. So. Yeah, I will. Uh, all right, next one we'll do a supporting actor. Uh, we got Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood where he plays mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds interesting. I've not seen That's pretty damn good, really. And then uh, Brad Pitt from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So we'll just leave that lie where it is. <laughs> um, supporting actress, we got Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, which people were mad about. <laughs> I'm interested um, in that movie. That I do want to see that too. I remember when um, that happened. Yeah, that was me weird. too. Yeah, yeah, me too. That was fucking crazy as shit when died. that happened. He, he like died early because of that. Yeah. Like that's oh shit. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's terrible. And no, yeah. His, <laughs> the lawyer that he got that actually like got him off the cuff was Lynn Wood, which was also the lawyer that the Ramsey family used. Oh. And uh, the lawyer that the uh, current, you know, like that member that Covington thing, mm-hmm. he, this current lawyer from that guy, that guy's like, you know, the Saul Goodman of like the, <laughs> the famous <laughs> world. He's the guy who got Richard Jewell nice. off. You look him up, he's a scumbag. But yeah, you look him up. <laughs> but I mean, Richard Jewell didn't do it, so no, I guess Richard that worked didn't out. Do it, but that Linwood is that a, worked, he's a slime. That ball. worked out. Um. All right, uh, Laura Dern for Marriage Story. I've not seen that. Yeah. Um, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. Wait, mm. let me backtrack here. No, okay, I'm thinking of something else. Um, the I don't know how to say her name. Florence Pugh. <laughs> 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 the chick from Midsummer. <laughs> I think it's Paw. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I'm just looking at how it's spelled. Oh, Pugh. she was good. For, she's nominated? Well, for Little Women. Oh, for Little Women, okay, yeah, but yeah. she was a good actor. She was really good in Midsummer. I liked her. Yeah, okay. I agree. She, her good. Yeah, yeah she, did, she did good in Midsummer. I do agree. And then our uh, Margot Robbie for Bombshell. I don't know who she plays. I don't. I only know Megan Kelly. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, last one we'll do is Best Director. Um, a lot of these probably won't come as a surprise to you. Martin Scorsese, Irishman. Um, Todd Phillips for Joker. Again, people are mad about that. Uh, Sam Mendes for 1917. Mm. Uh, Tarantino, Fun Spun Time in Hollywood. And that Bong Joon-ho dude for Parasite. 
Parasite. <laughs> Which has like it's the greatest movie description. Seen. The greatest description I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so those are... Sorry, I got a text message. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so those are the nominations for... Uh, uh, the main like animations, like there's more nominations, but I'm not gonna go through all of them because it's a lot of stuff that honestly the I don't care about. Lamp handling on the set of and <laughs> I I to this day I don't know the difference between sound editing and sound mixing. Like what the fuck is a difference? Like what does that mean? Like I don't I don't. Get I think it. it's like sound editing is like if you like if like the actor said something shitty and you had them go over it with like. Uh, you know, like the second, the ADR or whatever in sound mixing is like when you incorporate like music and natural sound mm. together. Oh, okay. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so all that stuff. I don't care about that. So, um, so the last thing that I'll say about this, um, is that everyone's mad. Like, and I feel like people probably have always been mad about the Oscars. We just now have social media to hear the people getting mad about it. Plus, everybody's um, mad about everything nowadays. Yeah, that's true, too. But um, here's my thoughts on this. Uh, is I don't think everything should be nominated for everything. Because um, what's the point of award? Now, people are going to say awards don't mean anything. Which, to a point, I agree. Because, like, really... When you think about it, what the fuck do the Oscars mean? Like, because it's not like, you know, I, th I think the only awards that kind of should matter are the people's choice. Because I think they're, we're the ones that they're making the stuff for. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, totally. And so I think, like, you know, even I think, like, the Oscars don't really mean anything. I, you know, it's just, you know, it's just another award. But people, like, hold the Oscars to this high regard, you know, like it means something. But then when their movie, quote unquote, their favorite movie doesn't get nominated, then all of a sudden it's a worthless award. It doesn't mean shit. And yes. who gives a fuck? Yeah. Or when your favorite movie wins, it's like, wow, they praise the art that they're contributing to the world. But then when they do, it's like, these are stupid, meaningless awards among rich elite assholes. I mean, everyone's yes. a hypocrite, including myself. But yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, like. It really is, at the end of the day, a bunch of elites giving each other awards, patting each other on the back, giving each other gift bags of, like, fucking $50,000 watches or whatever. You know? Yeah. Who cares? But, I mean, at least it's a better distract. See, this is my, my meta beef with award shows. It's a distraction from the bullshit of regular life, and it is entertaining, but yeah. that's why I want fucking politics to stay out of it. You know, it's like you like, oh, God, I'm sick of hearing about politics. I just want to hear about like art and media and like creative people. And then you can turn on the fucking awards and like, oh, goddamn Donald Trump. It's like, fuck, how is this any fucking different than the news? God damn it. You know, like I can't get away from this. Can I get an yeah. escape from this fucking like I don't want to hear about Donald Trump. I don't want to hear about people's angry political opinions. I just, you know, talk about movies. God damn it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that, yes, I agree with you on that, yeah. but I also, I also am of the mind of just let people like what they like. 
Yes. And, you know, I earlier I said I had no interest in seeing Little Women. Mm. And that's me. I, 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 me, Jason Soto, have zero interest in seeing Little Women. And it's there's no, you know, scandalous reason behind it. It's not because, you know, I think women are terrible actors or they shouldn't be <laughs> stars of movies. You're or, sexist. How dare yeah. you? Misogynist. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't watch dramatic period pieces and that's what little women is it's a dramatic period piece so i'm not gonna watch it it might be the best movie in the history of the world it could be fucking fantastic but i have zero interest in watching it yeah um and mary you said you wanted to watch it and that's perfectly fine that is perfectly okay um but you you flip that to I fucking love the Joker movie. I thought it was it literally was like one of the best movies of last year, and I do think you know Todd Phillips should be get something because he did a fantastic job directing that movie and writing it. He wrote it. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, I think he did a fantastic job acting the hell out of that movie, and I think the movie overall was fantastic, and I think it should win something. If it doesn't, if it doesn't win, I'm not gonna be upset. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna go, oh fucking people ruined it. Like no, I I don't really ultimately care. I think it should. Now will it? Probably not. I'm just gonna say right now, I don't think they're gonna give. And, you know, I don't think they're going to give best picture to Joker. I think Joaquin Phoenix might get best actor, uh, but I don't think Todd Phillips is going to win for director. And I don't think Joker is going to win for best picture. I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah, because like I feel like award ceremonies, like at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters is how you feel about it, because you're Mm -hmm. the only one in your life that actually matters whose opinion on movies it is. So it's like, oh, if I like this movie from the fucking 80s that no one's ever seen. Who cares? Yeah. It's still the best movie right. to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. who cares what a bunch of other elite... And most of those people, I think, are, like, rooting for their friends. Like, you get, like, the Oscar pool. It's, like, Meryl Streep and all the other elites. And they're like, oh, this producer I want to work with made this movie, so I'm going to vote for them. You know? It's all fucking rich people voting for other... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um... You know, so there's, there's like, I was all morning, I'd just been reading Twitter about people, like, freaking the fuck out about, you know, Joker being nominated for all these awards mm. and uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix being nominated. And people are like, Yeah, maybe like, it deserves uh. it, you know? And they're like, Oh, fucking Joker. Oh, I got nominated. Oh, I'm just going to completely ignore that movie. I don't know why. We're going to do everything in our power to make it not win. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, <laughs> like, why? Like, why? Why does it matter? Like I don't, I don't understand the hatred. Like, fine, you don't have to like the movie. I'm not forcing you to like the movie, but you don't have to be like downright angry about it. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, why do you care so much? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it's like that movie doesn't look like the best movie to me. Like, I I don't have any interest in seeing it. It doesn't look like my kind of movie. But I'm not gonna like, like try to like make it not exist anymore and like actively. Yeah. Like, like, like. I don't understand, like, people who dedicate their whole lives to, like, things that they hate. You know what I mean? It's like, if you hate something, fucking put it in the back shelf and don't pay it any attention. There you go. It's gone. I, you know, it's like, ah, oh, I don't want this to win. I'm going to get on the line and so mad. Yeah, I don't know. I know, but so. then again, I go on Facebook and I, like, complain about, like, movies I hate. But, you know, hey, whatever. <laughs> But I'm, but you know, it's 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 fine, and you're allowed to hate those movies. Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah. It's you know, not it's, like I'm like telling everybody else to like not watch them. You know. 
Right, exactly. Like, you, you know, we keep going on about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> I like it. You hate it. And that's fine. <laughs> that's kind of like, yeah, like I, I actually kind of prefer it when somebody disagrees with me because it's, I don't know, it's more interesting. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad that you hate the movie and you don't, you don't think, yeah. I'm, you don't think I'm an idiot for liking it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, whatever, it's whatever. Well, I wish everybody could just be like that. Like, you know, it's like, fine. Okay, Joker got nominated. My movie you know, my favorite movie that I like either did also got nominated or didn't. And that's just the way the chips falls again. Not, not, there was like literally thousands of movies that came out last year. Not all of them can be nominated. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you can't, like we can't have a thousand movies in the best picture category. Like, you know, I thought us was really good and I thought that could have been nominated for something, but it didn't. But I didn't go on Twitter saying fucking awards didn't fucking nominate Uh us. Like, like, yeah, I don't know. So I think people just need to calm the fuck down. Just let the awards happen. Whoever's going to vote for this shit, let them vote for the shit. And if, you know, the movies that I enjoy and I'm I am rooting for Joker and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I would be happy if one of those two or both somehow won some awards. But if they don't, if Little Women ends up winning, that's fine. At the end of the day, it's just kind of like matters if your opinion falls into the opinion of the people voting for the Holly for the Oscars. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like this global opinion where it's like, oh, the Oscars mean that everyone in the world like this movie and you're the stupid if you don't like it. It's like, oh, yeah, this pool of like maybe 50 people liked it. And so did you like, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So that's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to tell people to calm the fuck down. It's going to be okay. Just chill. (laughs) Just chill. It'll be okay. Go enjoy Little Women. Go watch whatever. Yeah. Go go uncut gems. Yes, I guess. I want to see. It's you. fine. It's fine. It's gonna be okay. Go watch I promise Napoleon you. Dynamite and and, <laughs> and murder she wrote. Just do it. Yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> That's going to do it for another episode of whatever. Uh, thank you all very much for uh, listening. Uh, whatever with Jay Soto is hosted by me, Jason Soto, and my co-host, Mary Mitchell. Uh, I can be found on Twitter at whatever Jay Soto, or you can email me at whatever Jason Soto at gmail.com. Do not email whatever Jason at gmail.com. <laughs> I do not know what you're going to get. Whatever, I mean, you Jason. could. <laughs> whatever, whatever, Jason. <laughs> It's not going to be your new catchphrase. That's just what you're going to say. <laughs> um, make sure you check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash whatever with Jason Soto. Uh, I post stuff there all the time. I post new episodes there. Uh, speaking of episodes, uh, this podcast can be found on Podomatic, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else that you get podcasts from. Uh, now, while you may be upset with the Oscar nominations, you should be happy to know that we have never been nominated for any type of award, and we're still awesome. So don't yeah. let a gold statue ruin your good time, hey, goddammit. I have it. won an award, though. Oh, really? What did you win? I won third place in a 5K last year. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and I got a third, trophy third place. Like a shoe with wings on it. It's pretty sweet. But that's the that only award awesome. I ever won. Um, I think I just got a bunch of participation certificates. <laughs> like, yay, you were there. <laughs> like, you did, a, you did a thing. Here oh, you go. <laughs> hey. 
I think that's all I got. I don't think I ever won any award. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, the opening and closing music is Battle of Who Could Care Less by Ben Folds 5 off their album, Whatever and Ever Amen. I do not own the song, nor do I exactly have permission to use it, but I do have fair use on my side uh, because I am not making money off of this podcast. If someone wants to pay me to do this podcast, I will come up with an original song or I will pay a band to cover it. Uh, Mary, thank you so much for coming on. Thank um, you. Fun as always. Yeah, look yeah fo- that was awesome. <laughs> look, look forward to next week. Uh, yes. That's going to do it for us. So keep your head in the clouds and your feet in the mud. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody. Whatever.